Hello, welcome to the latest episode of Veronica's Real Estate Tips. Today I'll be discussing the pros and cons of living in a homeowners association community. First, I'll mention the pros of living in an HOA community. The biggest pro being that everything is taken care of for you. Your monthly or quarterly HOA fee usually includes common area maintenance, garbage, and in some cases, property taxes and insurance. You don't have to worry about things like making sure the sidewalk is in good condition and wheeling out the trash cans every week for the trash man to pick them up because HOA takes care of those. In general, there's a good public opinion of HOAs. People think of them as communities they'd want to live in because they think they're more organized, well-managed, and just more secure than non-HOA communities. The HOA usually organizes communication between neighbors, making it easier for people to get to know each other. A lot of people in HOA communities know their neighbors well enough that they can trust their neighbor to look after their home when they're away. An additional pro that only applies to condos is that people who live in condominiums don't have to worry about even more things than people who live in houses because when you live in a condo, you don't have a basement, you don't have an attic, you don't have to worry about the HVAC or all those pipes and uh, ducks. You know, those are really none of your concern. That's all the HOA management company that's managing it. And it's usually a big corporation because a condominium building has a lot more units than uh, development with houses. So they're more likely managed by a big corporation and they deal with all the nitty gritty stuff in the building. One of the most notable benefits of being part of an HOA managed community are the amenities that are paid for by your HOA fee. These amenities can include tennis courts, gym, pool, even a restaurant, a rooftop deck, a lounge, some kind of cafe that serves coffee and pastries every morning, you name it. Uh, recently, developments have had very creative amenities and there's been a rise of resort communities. I'd like to talk about the rise of resort-style communities, which, as the name implies, are communities where you feel like you're living at a resort. These communities are characterized by next-level amenities, such as a spa, a restaurant, scheduled events for residents, and spaces that residents can reserve to celebrate big parties such as anniversaries and weddings. I know of a few resort-style communities in the San Francisco Bay Area. One is in the East Bay and it's very affordable. The HOA fees are under $400 a month, but there is a spa, a restaurant, guest spaces, everything I mentioned. And the HOA fee is super low because this community has its own vineyards and the sales of the wine subsidize the HOA, which is great. There is another community that is not completely built yet. It will be on Yerba Buena Island, the natural island in San Francisco with gorgeous, breathtaking views of the city. It will be a mostly condominium development, a luxury development, so the HOA fees will be at least $800 a month. But there will also be amenities such as hiking trails, a restaurant, a clubhouse with a pool, views of the city, an area to barbecue, a spa, all the stuff. All right, now I've talked for a while about the benefits of living in an HOA community, but there are some drawbacks. 
If you've listened to one of my first episode, which is about the things you should review in a disclosure package, you'll know what I'm talking about because I'm talking about the hundreds of pages of regulations that come with living in an HOA community. First up, some of these communities are age restricted only for people who are 55 plus or for people who are 35 plus, that I've also seen. Second, if you're an animal lover, most HOAs don't allow exotic pets such as tarantulas or snakes. So if you really love those kinds of pets, you might want to not live in an HOA because they might fine you if they find that you have exotic animals on your property. Also, the HOA rules typically limit the amount of pets you may own to only two. So you may own a dog and a cat, two cats, or two dogs. Another thing you should really read carefully in the HOA documents are the rental restrictions. I have yet to see an HOA that allows for short-term rentals under 30 days, even though many people still rent out the uh, condominium to Airbnb or the house because sometimes houses are also part of an HOA. They're doing so illegally and they stand to get fined for tens of thousands of dollars. So really read those rent restrictions carefully because usually you're only allowed to rent out for long term, which is 30 days or longer. If you're a fan of DIY remodels, read carefully the remodeling restrictions in the HOA documents. Usually the HOA allows you to do work without asking them for permission if it concerns the interior of your unit and no one can see it from the outside. However, if it's anything having to do with the exterior, such as the doors that people can see from the outside, the windows, or anything that moves structural walls, you do need to ask for permission from the HOA before you start any work. I have saved the best, or in this case, the worst for last. The biggest drawback that comes with living in HOA are special assessments. That is when something is terribly wrong with the building, with the community, the common area, and the HOA asks you to pony up a large amount of money to help fix it. So in this case, the HOA asks every single homeowner in the community to pony up anywhere between $1,000 to hundreds of thousands of dollars. I know a friend right now who's been asked to pay $250K to make some repairs to the structural uh, modifications of her condo building, and she still hasn't decided whether she wants to do the repairs or sell it because it's quite a lot of money. And so that is the biggest drawback to living in an HOA because you can be charged a huge amount out of nowhere and asked to pay for it even though it seems like it's none of your responsibility so read um in order to avoid special assessments, read the HOA financial statements. Find out how much money the HOA has in reserves, because if it has millions of dollars in reserves, that means that a special assessment to the homeowners is really unlikely because the HOA has more than enough, more than enough money to cover any possible issues. But if the HOA is in debt or really doesn't have that much money, then you shouldn't buy. <laughs> you shouldn't buy into it because you will be charged way too much money for things that should not be your responsibility. Thank you for listening to this episode of Veronica's Real Estate Tips. I hope I've helped you understand what it's like to live in an HOA community, what are the pros and cons, and I hope you keep coming back for more.